Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McEady. And this week's episode is either your dream blunt rotation or your nightmare blunt rotation. (laughs) That's a great way to describe it. We're doing the Apatow crew, as I call them. Uh, Jonah Hill, Jason Segel, Seth Rogen, Judd Apatow, a little bit of Leslie Mann. And yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode, to say the least. It's kind of all over the place. But Troy, I would love to know your thoughts of this group of like very white men (laughs) (laughs) the whitest most pothead men ever i will be honest i feel like as a millennial these movies just hit different because like they were like our high school maybe for some people middle late middle school college thing like i like these movies these actors may not all be great people you can kind of pluck the great ones from the not so great ones but as a whole i have always enjoyed these movies i love leslie mann i really like judd apatow i think that i i got into his stuff because of freaks and geeks Mm -hmm. and i love freaks and geeks has to be probably one of my favorite shows of all time i think it's just a perfect one season moment you know i like some of these movies more than others some of them I'm not really into but for the most part I like this crew what about you so do I and like I know knocked up gets a lot of shit but that movie is so funny I know when Katherine Heigl's like go fuck your bong I think that's one of the funniest lines like I think knocked up is great I love maybe not so much 40 year old virgin yeah but I love like super bad forgetting Sarah Marshall yeah I just I'm like you and like I think stoner comedy is pretty funny I do. I mean, it just is, it's like low brow. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not pinkies up by any stretch, but like, I don't know. I, I, we grew up watching these movies. And I will say this might be a really hot take, but I think Jonah Hill is one of the best actors of our generation. Wow. Okay. I think he can play anything. Mm -hmm. I think he does a great job with whatever he plays. He does the body transformation stuff that, you know, not a ton of people do. I think he's been able to, you know, do drama, comedy, like the dark humor. He's been able to do all of it. Unfortunately, I think he's probably one of the worst in this group. (laughs) But overall, I do think he's one of the best actors that we have. I will say that I think that he's like wildly and incredibly talented. And I love like, there's something about 
comedic actors, maybe because they all carry so much darkness mm. and they're all like low-key depressed and their comedy comes from such a dark place that when it is time for them to do serious stuff like Jim Carrey, it's mind-blowing that they're able to be so good in like dramas. Like it's just, it's like a weird subculture, but I don't think that he's like the greatest actor in the world, but I'm obsessed with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, creepily obsessed with him. I, like, think I might be kind of in love with him. I'm, like, realizing as I get older. And I love that in his adult, like, now that he's, like, a grown-ass man, he does so much weird stuff. He just does whatever he wants. And he, if you guys have never seen it, he has a really cool line of ashtrays and bongs and bowls that is so Art Deco. It's so beautiful. They're all, like, handmade. And he's really, really passionate about pottery. Like, like I've taken a lover. <laughs> if you're wondering where James Franco is, he's behind a paywall. And that episode scarred me for life. So if you want to listen to the James Franco episode, it is on Patreon. There are a few lines sprinkled in. But yeah, that episode, like, truly, I, it's hard to talk about. Yeah, this would be a whole different situation if we were also doing James Franco. Thank <laughs> God we've already done it. We've already done the hard work. <laughs> And I actually know someone, this is going to hurt some hearts. I know someone who worked for the Apatow family and they told me Leslie Mann is one of the meanest people they've ever met in their entire life. And this person also worked for like Luann and Madonna. I hate that. I hate it. But I'm also like, I was saying this to you last night. I don't know what it is about comedy act, specifically like comedic actors where like we think that they are their characters that they play Mm -hmm. like for whatever reason I think that Leslie Mann is the same person from her like what does she do like Yoplait commercials or something (laughs) I'm like that's her all the time but like of course it's not you know yeah like no eye contact very very cold allegedly wow that's a shot to the heart to be honest (laughs) but Sarah Michelle Gellar was nice I was told really that doesn't happen very often I know (laughs) (laughs) okay So all of those were opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we start in 2007. This A-list director was at a recent after party for his new film's premiere when his wife got a little crazy and started screaming and shouting at friends and strangers. She then got up on a table and started taking off her dress before her husband managed to get her down. The next morning, she was put into rehab. And that's Judd and Leslie. Would it be wrong to say that she gives that energy all the time like the kind of girl that if she gets a couple cocktails in her she's completely fucking unpredictable and like aggressive and in your like touching you and in your space like she just gives that to me yeah she gives me um like julia styles and 10 things i hate about you dancing on the table (laughs) with her like like shrill voice like i can just i see it and i hear it (laughs) we jump to 2009 and this is from laney's gossip who we love They've been friends a long time, recently worked together. Both family men now supposedly settled down, but not quite. Several times a week, very late at night, they call up for room service together. Like, together. They'd get off on it together. Literally. Apparently, they've been doing this for years. It's how they bond. Some dudes like beer. These dudes like the hand-to-mouth special. Lately, it hasn't happened often enough. Schedules, kids, etc. Needless to say, when the opportunity presents itself, they made up for lost time. The problem, one of the wives found out. 
and is now threatening to tell the other, almost like blackmail. She wants them to stop hanging out and wants the friend to find her husband a replacement gig to make up for the one he'll lose if she makes him pull out of their next collaboration. Whoa. Hollywood wives can be wheel and deal, see? She's been placated before. He's waiting for the rage to go down, and then he'll buy her off again. A break from the bro massage until then. Wow. So that's Judd Apatow and Paul Rudd getting hand jobs together. And can I can I come? <laughs> Eye contact with each other too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm the room service. <laughs> So I was going to put Paul Rudd in this episode as well, because of course he's in that weird like Vanity Fair photo shoot that they did. Mm -hmm. But I have an idea and I kind of want to put him with like an Adam Sandler, like the nice guys of Hollywood, like that kind of episode. I think that that's great. I would love (laughs) to talk about Paul just nonstop. Sure. (laughs) The next blind is from New York Daily News. Which pothead actor is seeking refuge for harder drugs in a New York City rehab center? The toker couldn't quite kick the nose candy habit. And that's either Seth Rogen or James Franco. Sounds about right for both. (laughs) This B-list film actor who has been in a very hit movie didn't even wait until he was in the car last night to tap a line of coke off his wrist. He just went ahead and did it while waiting for his car to be brought up around. He was kind enough to ask if anyone else wanted to join him. Everyone declined to join them, but he did manage to snog this B-list award-nominated actress to take a ride with him. So that is Jason Segel and Evan Rachel Wood. The way that Evan pops up just like with the most random men, Mickey Rourke, Jason Segel, like it's just, you can't predict it. This next blind is a Ted blind, so buckle up. So unlike Bart, This guy is most decidedly not a fan of the nose devil. In fact, he really doesn't like it at all. But he was forced to lose his happy poundage and didn't know what else to do or snort. People like to laugh at a chubby actor, but won't swoon over one. He's told friends that Coke is the only thing that'll make him stop eating. So he does as much as he can to curb his appetite. Gross. Geez, whatever happened to some good old-fashioned diet and exercise? And that's referring to Seth Rogen. I'm sure when he did that, what was it, like the wasp or the hornet or something? Yeah, he got really skinny. And I actually think he's like cute. Like he doesn't need to lose weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, he looks like the kind of guy that's like meant to be a little chunky. Like when he's like thin, it's like weird to me. For sure. (laughs) I also forgot to tell you this, but what better time than now? When I was in Las Vegas, I was going to the bathroom at the hotel that I was staying at. And this guy walked out of the bathroom and he did this massive bump of coke off of his like fist I guess you could say and then I don't know why he did it out of the bathroom like he was he was like leaving the bathroom doing coke and then he took what was left on his hand and just rubbed it so hard on his teeth he looked like he looked like he was in a Judd Apatow movie but he looked like it was like a parody of a man doing coke I was like holy shit that was like like, for sure his first time ever doing it he's like I guess I gotta finish it all right now (laughs) yeah He's like rubbing it in his eyeballs. (laughs) This B-list actor is on the cusp of A-list. He had a breakout year last year. He considers himself to be a method actor to some extent. For researching one role, he spent a great deal of money on drugs. Just for researching, mind you. Since he considered the research crucial to his acting performance, he wanted to know if he could debut the $15,000 he spent on drugs. Deduct, not debut, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And that was for, of course, Pineapple Express, and that's Seth Rogen. 
Does that mean we can deduct our edibles when we do our stoner episodes? <laughs> you know what's so funny? We probably could. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> Some episodes, Troy gets all the Ted blinds. It looks like I'm going to get him on this one. <laughs> Think most of our homo vices have totally effed up ways of pursuing love? Well, don't rule out one horny ass heteros because Adam Pounce Prick is at the top of the heap when it comes to humiliating ways of getting off. Adam P.P. dated a few other celebrities once becoming a recognizable name. Some honeys way out of his league, but they seem to fall for this funny fella's charm, if not his somewhat appealing looks. But Adam, like every other swell-headed male out there, wants what he can't get. Cue violins now, please. Specifically, A.P.P. has his randy eye on one particular lady not in the business, not in casual stuff in the boudoir either. Too bad for Pouncy, because that's all he's looking for nowadays. And with his gal, he keeps getting outright rejected. Did he finally prevail? Well, listen up. Those close to the lady of our dear ad's affection don't say she has high standards or morals when it comes to betting guys. They say she's a prude, because how dare a dude, a famous one at that, get denied? What an icy bitch this girl is. Adam has been incessantly texting Miss Pris late at night to thrill her with sweet nothings, such as asking her if she wanted to suck face or roll under the covers with me. We're not kidding, folks. We couldn't dream up these lame-ass one-liners if we wanted to. APP's totally horrible pickup lines for a booty call show just how immature he is in real life, not just the man-child that he plays on screen. Well, after a few weeks, Pouncy finally got the girl to come over by asking if she wanted to watch a movie. Right. Not sure why Miss Pris fell for this dork see-through excuse, but she came over to his pad. Doors open, he shouted from inside as she sauntered in. And there was Ad, standing completely in the buff. Miss Pris screamed, as any normal babe would, who was being flashed and sexually harassed, by Pouncy's potchy bod and flew the f out of there leaving ad cold and alone with a fab drop deadline i guess you've already seen your movie what a way to woo a girl jason siegel <laughs> we're now in 2010 this engaged b slash a minus list comedic actor failed to mention he had a serious girlfriend while he made promises and slept with this will someday be a list but right now b film actress. She is ticked and has threatened to reveal everything to the unsuspecting girlfriend. So that's Seth and Emma Stone. I feel like um, we really need to do an Emma episode. I can't believe we haven't. I know. This is one of those, like, we should do an episode on her, then we realize a year later we haven't done one. <laughs> it just feels like we talk about her enough that we have. But yeah, she, I mean, she deserves it. Also, that's like, that makes sense to me, Emma Stone and Seth Rogen. A hundred percent. Like, I like that. I love Emma Stone. Maybe the guy she's married is like low-key funny. We hope so. (laughs) (laughs) This is from The Gloss. What actor from an award-winning ensemble TV show might need some help in the hygiene department? Here we go. When a reporter showed up at his LA home to interview him, he wasn't sure if the stench was coming from the actor's lack of bathing or copious weed smoking. And that is Jason Segel smelling bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I see it. (laughs) Gives greasy. Yeah. He gives, is that weed or BO? (laughs) We're now in 2011. This comedic actor who has been a supporting actor in a hit television show and movies is becoming bigger and bigger 
And he's about to have a serious breakthrough as a lead actor and move from C to B plus list or even higher. I wonder what will happen when people take a close look at his collection of Japanese porn. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Like, he's a blind item celebrity for sure. <laughs> this is from Buzz Photo. We hear this A slash B list actor who started out on television and moved to film, mostly with his buddies, has always dreamed of making love to one of his high school teachers when he was younger. He vowed that when he was famous, he would do it. And guess what? He did. Sort of. Over Christmas, he looked her up, visited his hometown, and took his old teacher out on a date. Sadly for him, she's a lesbian. But they they had a good time catching up and grabbing dinner together, and that is Jason Siegel. That's funny. We're now in 2012, and this is from the National Enquirer, so you know it's true. The Bible. Which Academy Award-nominated actor's drinking has gotten so out of control that his A-list co-star had to sit him down and tell him to cool it? The boozer didn't take home an Oscar, but he sure did raise eyebrows while drowning his sorrows at the Vanity Fair after party. So that's Jonah Hill drinking too much and Brad Pitt saying, hey, you got to slow down, which I actually might believe National Enquirer. Yeah, I know. And you know, it's bad when Brad Pitt is like, hey, chill. I know Brad Pitt who like attacks his children on a private jet for being drunk, but he looks at Jonah Hill. He's like, too much, sir. (laughs) You're doing the most. This is from Blind Gossip. This young-ish humorous actor is fairly modest in public, but not so modest in private. He has been bragging to his friends that he was so rich that he could wipe his ass with 20s and, quote, light his joints with ones. At a recent informal barbecue at his house, one of the friends, who was also an actor, though not so successful, asked if he could borrow a $20 bill. He disappeared into the house several minutes later. He told the host that he had a gift for him. Oh, God. He would have to come into the house to receive it. Yes, he left the host a smelly gift in the bathroom topped with his used 20. The host (laughs) place smacked his friend and yelled, quote, I said my ass, you idiot. Okay. But he did find it funny. Oh, boys. So it's either Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen. I'm like trying to figure, I'm trying to picture in my head who would shit on a $20 bill. I feel like both. I know. Honestly, Jonah Hill I know his brother passed away, but his brother was like a real shitty agent in Hollywood. Yeah. And like Sharon Osbourne threw food at him at an award show or like a Vanity Fair Oscar party. Like he was openly hated. And I kind of feel like Jonah Hill's a little openly hated. Yeah, I could like he got very lucky that he got in with like a group of good friends and was able to make a bunch of money. They all got lucky with that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, they can just do whatever they want and still have people that want to work with them who are successful which is each other right (laughs) this next blind is from the hollywood dame this tv star who has some rom-com films under his belt is begging his a-list girlfriend to marry him she's considering it but he insists on adopting her daughter after they marry she didn't want to hurt his feelings by vetoing him outright but she has no plans to actually let him have any legal right to the child However, he was up the creek after he referred to the child as his stepdaughter in front of mixed company. A huge fight led to a brief cool down in their relationship, and he has remained quiet on the subject since. And that is when Jason was dating Michelle Williams, and it's referring to her daughter, Matilda. Michelle Williams, to me, is like a masterclass on how to be A-list. Mm-hmm. 
she does not do interviews really you never really see her out and like it's not like she didn't start on Dawson's Creek you know what I mean like she was in Halloween H2O it's not like the beginning of her career was that different than like Katie Holmes or something but she's so A-list to me do you think the turning point was Brokeback Mountain maybe yeah maybe that was yeah and for Anne I guess too oh Anne (laughs) this is from star magazine which weight challenged (laughs) funny man is throwing his heft okay around on the set of his recent film terrorizing cast and crew members ever since his stock has gone up he's become a real tyrant on set throwing tantrums and making women cry an insider says and that is of course jonah hill And which comedic star has dropped so much weight that his friends are suggesting he's gone a little too wild with the cocaine? Two weight blinds in a row, and that's Seth Rogen. There are going to be a lot more weight blinds. I just want to give everyone a heads up with that. I didn't pull, like, there were a lot talking about, like, fat shaming Jonah Hill, and I just didn't think those were necessary. Yeah, I could definitely, I I felt that that was going to be coming. Yeah, so I just kind of pulled the drug weight ones. (laughs) Yes. We're now in 2013. Which comedic film star is known to be narcissistic, insecure, needy, and demanding? And that's Jonah Hill. And I've always thought Jonah Hill is actually his character in This Is Us. Yeah. I felt like that wasn't him acting. (laughs) He seems like the kind of guy that's like, oh, now that I've made it, I can be a dick to people because people were a dick to me my whole life. Like he- Exactly. Instead of being nice, he's like continuing the bullying. Right. And I always think about even who he went to high school with. He gra- he went to the same school as like Spencer Pratt and the Olsen twins and Brody Jenner. Like that probably wasn't the easiest time for Jonah Hill. Are his parents like rich, rich, you think? Oh, if they're going to that school for sure. I never really put that together. I forgot that he went to school with them. <laughs> yeah, he, he was probably such a fucking dick in high school. Oh my God. Oh, can you imagine? No. I'm going to be the girls that won't hook up with me kind of guy yeah mm-hmm. Ugh. this a-list mostly movie actress who is also an a-list mostly television actress has about c-list when it comes to acting talent oh she also has an a-list sized ego she says that the only actor who didn't hit on her while filming was a-list mostly movie actor who teams up with the same group of people frequently she says that he was so whacked out on drugs that he didn't even know his character's name most of the time. That was one of her highest grossing movies of the past decade, probably because the guy was wasted. Maybe she should try it. I believe that. That's Katherine Heigl. I believe that she probably was living a hell on that set. No doubt. And after, the way that they like anti-promoted her. I know. This next blind is from Lainey's Gossip. We were all a little sad, I think, when it was confirmed that they'd broken up. No one sadder than him, but she left him because of his drinking. It was excessive, and with the experience of her last relationship, she saw the signs and opted out for self-preservation. In addition to his relationship with alcohol, though, he also had an unconventional relationship with sex. Think Michael Fassbender and Shane, along those lines. Though he was faithful to her totally, there are addiction issues he clearly has to address. And he's doing that now, going to meetings, reaching out to another celebrity in recovery with whom he's worked, as some of their issues are quite similar. 
He's almost a month sober now, and yes, he's doing it, in part to get her back, which, well, they know that's not the way, don't they? A few people close to him don't think he's really taking it seriously if he hasn't committed to rehab, and she can see that too. For her, this is permanent, even though he doesn't seem to be able to accept it. And that's Jason and Michelle again, and apparently Jason was reaching out to Russell Brand for help. Who better to ask? This B-minus list mostly television actors who most recently had a reoccurring role on that show on the Almost Network that was about their only good show. Anyway, she ran into this A-list funny actor who got his start on television but is mostly movies now. Emphasis on mostly. He's married. Our actress came up to him and Point Blake told the guy that if he ever wanted to have a no-strings affair that he should call her. Didn't believe her. She talks to gossip people all the time. She would sell him out in a second, but leave her name out of it. And that's Michelle Trachtenberg and Seth Rogen. And that shit is so funny because it's true. I love Michelle. <laughs> she's like Georgina. I know you didn't watch Gossip Girl, but she's Georgina Sparks in real life too. <laughs> she is obsessed with like ratting out people and selling stories. And I love it. Like good for you. This A-list comedic actor who has had a run of luck the past two years has really started to get his drink back on. I've talked about him before and his drinking issues, but this might be the ultimate. At a party after a premiere, our actor got so drunk that he peed himself while talking to a group of people. He suddenly stopped talking and looked down and everyone else's eyes followed and there was no doubt what he was doing. He then went and found a table to fall asleep under and that's Jason. See, that's the other thing is like that group of men can like do shit like that with each other and it's like fine. Right. Like he can go to James Franco's house and pee in like a, a plant or something and I'm sure it's not a big deal. So he's like, I can do it at the Elton John uh, Grammys party. Yeah. Why are you so tight? <laughs> this really close, if not there, A-list mostly movie comedic actor has got such a big head now that he even lost a friendship over it. A friendship to an A-list mostly movie actor who let him have the keys to one of his houses. Our almost A-lister threw party after party there and the house was trashed and valuable pieces of art were broken and the almost A-lister told the A-lister he would write him a check and it was no big deal. But the A-lister told him that it was not about the money. It was about respecting one another's property, especially when entrusted to you. So the first comedic actor being Jonah Hill and he fucked up Brad Pitt's house but while they were filming 21 Jump Street in New Orleans. This B-list, mostly movie actress, knew her A-list, mostly movie actor boyfriend was having trouble staying sober. She's attracted to guys with sobriety issues. I don't know why, but she has been that way for a decade or longer. She also should have known that when she did her usual pills or drank in front of him, that it might be the wrong thing to do. She didn't seem to care, though. Maybe karma is getting her back, though, because a trip to rehab would not be bad for her this time. She's looking rough. And that's Michelle Williams and Jason again. But see, who would ever guess that? Because she's so private. And I feel like she doesn't really speak. She never does interviews. And like she lives in New York, but like you literally never see her. Whereas Jason, you see him everywhere, like yeah. um, near Gramercy Park. It's interesting. You would think that with all the coke this A-list mostly movie actor does on a daily basis, that he would be way skinnier than he is. He must eat a million calories to be so big and doing all that coke. What a fucking horrific blind. That's obviously Jonah Hill. And it is not a woman that he's just dating. This almost A-list 
evenly split television and movie actor, has a full-time sober coach. He just wanted her to be hot. One thing has led to another, and they are now an item. And that is Jason. Trigger warning for this upcoming blind. It deals with assault. This almost A-list, mostly comedic movie actor, who has been the star of a few movies, has a dark side. His ex-girlfriend, who managed to stay with the actor for a few months, says he's great when he's sober, but when he drinks, he becomes violent, and he backed her into a corner several times, grabbed her and slapped her and threw her to the ground, and then would immediately apologize. They broke up because he was starting to drink almost every night, so the violence was happening almost every night. And that's the first of a lot of upcoming Jonah Hill blind items. Wow. That's why I always say it's like when a story like that thing that happened with the Instagram post, when something like that, where he, if you're not familiar, he like yelled at her about like what bathing suit she should wear and she publicly shamed him and exposed him. It's like, you have to imagine that it's 28 times worse than what somebody would be willing to expose like that. And any guys who stuck up for him, major red flag. No, that was a very weird moment where people were like, well, maybe she's attention seeking. Who gives a fuck? It should still be known he's a piece of shit. Yeah, let her seek attention. Who cares? This almost A-list, mostly movie actor who is really close to A-list has been filming a movie that some would consider out of the country, but isn't. Anyway, the past few nights, he has hired a handful of hookers who he has service him all night while he boozes and watches sports. Ugh. That's Jonah Hill in Puerto Rico. Oh, God. Apparently, we need to trigger warn a lot of these blinds. This blind is from Blind Gossip, and it deals with eating disorders. When you hear an entertainer with an eating disorder, the entertainer being discussed is typically female. Today, we're going to tell you about a male performer whose eating disorder is out of control. The entertainer has been in the spotlight for years. He's a funny guy and has done several films, but he's better known for his work on TV. You've probably heard the expression, the camera adds 10 pounds. Well, a few years ago, our guy saw a tape of himself and decided he looked fat. Just to be clear, he definitely was not fat in real life. In fact, he was actually quite thin, but he wanted to look better, so he dropped a few pounds. Not in a healthy way either. He simply stopped eating for a few days. His weight then became a perpetual struggle for him, and he's in pretty bad shape right now. His weight is now at an all-time low, his friends are really worried, and they are begging him to get help. If you saw him in person, you would be shocked. He's terribly thin, he's gone from energetic to lifeless, and his hands are shaking. Nothing funny about that. And that's Jason Siegel again. Do you remember him being th too, super thin? I remember him being thin. I kind of thought it was be because he was trying to become like a more leading man. Like he lost his like little, like I'll call it like a beer belly or something. Yeah. But I really uh, thought that's when he was trying to become like a leading man. Okay, I see now. I guess I was not aware, but there's a lot of articles. If you, I mean, if you look up Jason Siegel skinny, there's a lot of articles saying like he's gone too far and like all of that stuff. He was very thin. Wow. I guess that would have been around the time that he was filming. Was it sex tape? Oh, probably. Wow. I blocked that out. We are now in 2014, and this is from Wine and Sass. This is an MTV Movie Awards blind. This B-list mostly movie actor was completely messed up and trying to score drugs the whole night. 
At one point, this A-list all-movie actor tried to get him to leave an after-party because he was openly going up to people and asking for drugs and cash. The B-lister refused to leave and wound up hooking up with the C-list celebrity because she had a wad of cash and a purse full of drugs. <laughs> so the B-list actor being Zac Efron, the A-list actor being Seth Rogen, and the lady with the drugs being Rita Ora. There she is. <laughs> not her having a purse full of cash and drugs like if there's one thing about Rita she's consistent what do you want babe I got it all <laughs> do you need coke this point is from blind gossip this over 30 actor has done plenty of films but he's especially well known for one part in a recent tv series he recently asked a quote normal woman out on a date initially the woman couldn't believe her luck he was tall, cute, rich, famous, and seemed really nice. What's not to like? The date was pretty normal until the end. They went back to his house. Everything was going fine until he pulled out, wait for it, a puppet. <laughs> the actor then stopped talking in his normal voice altogether and used some sort of weird puppet voice to continue the conversation. According to her, quote, he went from cute to creepy really fast. When the puppet tried to touch her private parts and proposition her for sex, she bolted. And that's Jason Siegel. And he still does like puppet shows. Listen, coming from a girl who has literally no standards, <laughs> uh, I do have my boundaries. And if a man pulled out a puppet during sex and tried to touch me with it, it would scar me forever. Puppeteers and magicians are a no-go for me. No, no, never, never, ever. Oh my God. <laughs> this is also from Wine and Sass. Today in Blind Gossip, quote, I didn't want to accept her as a client either, but she offered twice the amount we'd normally charge to fix her name. Overheard at this PR firm about this B-list actress who has most definitely earned every bad word that you've ever heard about her and much, much more. Our new current job and the, quote, I'm sweet and innocent and have no idea why people say mean things about me, quote, tour that she's on is her last chance. She grits out those very PC responses when anyone brings up what people say about her. But inside, she wants to blow her top. Almost everyone in Hollywood ignores her and her calls for work. In fact, this one very nice A-list actor she worked with on a movie years ago to this day won't even acknowledge her existence. She was the biggest diva on set and outright nasty to him. She was the biggest star at the time. He was an A-minus list during the making of the movie. And now that he is, she has gone overboard to all of a sudden be super nice to him and track him down at every social event. Recently, she went up to him at a party and he turned around and walked the other way without even a side glance. Like I said, she deserves it. And that is Katherine Heigl and Seth Rogen. And I just feel like, can a person be in Hollywood where everybody's a fucking psychotic, drug addict asshole, really? Can one person be so mean that nobody talks to them, nobody acknowledges them, they can't get work? Like, how is... Isn't everybody an asshole in Hollywood? But she went against like Sean. I think her issue was, I believe she got like an Emmy or a Golden Globe nomination and actually like withdrew it. And I think after that, it was kind of like, fuck you, Katherine Heigl. Like the whole industry was like, absolutely not. She's like, yeah, but the show sucks. So I don't <laughs> want it. 
And they're like, still, you can't do that. Like, like, girl, take the fucking award and go home. Right. Like, shut the fuck up, Catherine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, put it on your pedestal like every other celebrity who doesn't give a fuck about their awards. Just set it down in your living room. It's not that deep. This A-list, mostly movie, comedic actor was texting his girlfriend while hitting on other women in a bar overseas this past week. He didn't have any trouble finding someone to take back to his room for a few hours, Mr. Jonah Hill. In the following blind, this A-list, mostly movie actor is a tool, so it should not surprise anyone he left his girlfriend home to attend a premiere and after party where he proceeded to collect phone numbers, but threw most of them away, except for the ones who agreed to sleep with him that same night. And again, that's Jonah Hill. Do you remember when his DMs got leaked to like Barstool or something? No. So this was years and years and years ago. And one thing about Jonah Hill, I don't think people have been fair to him for how he looks. I think that like people have been very cruel to him. But he loves to play like, I wasn't being bad. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. You know, I'm good. And he kept DMing this girl over and over and over being like, you coming over? We Are we hanging out? And she just screenshotted it and like sent it to Barstool. And he's like, I don't know why people love to pick on me because of my weight. Because I'm like, probably because you're being very persistent to someone who's not interested. Yeah. Because he hasn't responded and you keep fucking sending your messages, psycho. <laughs> I love when men are like, I just don't get it. I don't get what I'm doing wrong. It's like, come on. You know exactly what you're doing. Right. In the past few years, this talented actor has been getting more and more high profile roles and hanging out with more and more high profile stars. He's not very tall or traditionally handsome and is still a little shy and awkward in new situations. Well... One of his new friends, an actor who was one of Hollywood's biggest party bachelors, saw that as an opportunity to have a little fun with him. The bachelor and our actor were at a party together. The bachelor quietly engaged a very big and burly black guy to simply stand a few feet away from the actor, arms folded, and stare at him in a menacing manner. Then the big guy moved one step at a time toward the actor, essentially backing him into a corner. Our actor began freaking out. He set down his drink and held his palms out to try and stop the man from advancing and begged for mercy. Quote, I don't, I don't want any trouble. Look, I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I don't want to die. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. The big man broke first. Relax, man. I'm just fucking with you. Our actor bolted from the scene, leaving the bachelor and his friends doubled over in laughter. Ew, that is such a gross, like, straight man weird thing. But that was Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio. This barely A-plus list, mostly movie actor, only let his actress wife attend a premiere with him after the actor learned that the co-star he had a fling with on the set would not be able to make it. He's not sure if his wife knows about this one, but she knows about a lot of them. And that is Seth Rogen with his wife, Lauren. And the only reason she was able to go is because Lizzie Kaplan, Miss Janice Ian, wasn't there. My goodness. Oh my God. What the hell? (laughs) This is a critic's choice blind. This A-list mostly movie actor blew off his girlfriend for the chance at a night with two Asian women who bought tickets to the event just to meet the actor. He looked like a kid in a candy store as they kept fawning all over him and he pawed at them. That's Jonah Hill. Can I just say as a really very quick side, I know this is completely random, but the other night I got a massage Mm -hmm. at this place. And there were all these like really outdated like Asian photos of women like on the glass, like outside the store. 
like stickers and then I left the massage place which this sounds like I went and got like a happy ending or something but it was an actually like a massage and when I left this creepy guy was taking really zoomed in pictures of the photos on the window like of Asian women and when I he like I startled him and he got so startled that he like fumbled his phone and dropped it on the ground I was like oh gross <laughs> Also, that's like what Google's for. Like, you don't need to take zoomed in photos of a photo. Are you 80? <laughs> We're now in 2015, and this is from page six. Which comedy director was gifted a $20,000 watch by a grateful Hollywood studio, but he sent it back saying he'd prefer a more expensive model? And that's Judd Apatow saying, no, no, I said I want a rich watch. <laughs> That's hilarious. This A-list, mostly movie actor, had a long run on a hit network television show while making movies. He said at a party recently that he has no recollection of even doing a famous character he did the voice work on because he was so wasted during filming. And this obviously he has a problem, but Jason Siegel doesn't remember voicing Vector in Despicable Me. Oh no, so many broken heart millennials. This A-list comedic actor has reached new levels of jerktitudeness. I like that word. We, I thought, not me, but that's in the blind. <laughs> he saw a woman for all of the three weeks several months ago, which is almost a record for him at this point, and convinced her to transfer colleges and move halfway across the country to be with him. And then two days after she did, he dumped her and kicked her out of his place because he found someone new. Oh. And who is that, Troy? Sorry. Oh my God. That's Jonah Hill. Sorry. You're like so deeply disgusted. You're like, I know. I just completely like disassociated. (laughs) This A-list mostly movie actor with A-list name recognition is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. He was stoned and drunk out of his mind on a red carpet last week and at an after party got even worse. He was groping and fondling anyone who came near him and propositioning everyone who stayed longer than a second. And that's Jonah Hill at the GQ Men of the Year Awards 2014. Lord Jesus. If you see Jonah Hill at an award show, fucking run. Yeah, apparently. And if he asks you to leave your job or to move colleges, don't do it. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. 
Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This A-list actor who usually provides comedic relief and is generally considered oversized compared to his peers brought back four women to his place the other night and thought he was going to get an orgy. Instead, they took all of his coke, they drank all of his booze, and when he started wandering through the house naked, touching them, they decided to leave because no one was willing to have sex with him. He is such a mess. And that is Jonah Hill. Oh, what a sad life. Jesus. We're now in 2015. This A-list, mostly movie actor, badly burned himself when a dabbing went wrong. There was an incident with his torch in a stumble by someone and his shirt caught on fire and melted and stuck to his chest, Jonah Hill. Oh my God. Dabs are some of the worst times of my life. Whenever I've done a dab, one time I would like thought my nose, I remember I was sitting on my friend's bed, like totally calm, quiet. And they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm fine. I just think my nose is melting. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh. They're like, wait a minute. That looks like my boyfriend Liam. We're now in 2016. This A-list mostly movie actor who usually either stars in comedies or is the comedic relief is also an asshole. Latest example is that he is cheating on his oft-cheated-on girlfriend with a woman who walks the actor's dog. And that is, is Camille the girl that from Instagram? I don't think it's the Instagram girl, no. Okay, okay. That was Jonah Hill, by the way. Sorry, you guys. I keep forgetting. <laughs> this next blind is another like weight blind. So just a heads up with that. Back on the only diet that ever seems to work for him, this A-list mostly movie actor who specializes in comedies is off the booze and back on the coke. He says he can only do it for a month at a time because he misses booze and food too much. Plus, he's always worried the coke will give him a heart attack. Yeah, Jonah Hill, you can't do coke for 30 days and 30 nights. <laughs> oh, God. This A-list mostly movie actor who kind of has a franchise has a new hit on his hands and is celebrating by booze and drugging like he hasn't in a long time. And that is him celebrating war dogs. Now would be a good time to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by One Skin. We all know that fall brings with it a certain magic, but it also brings the challenge of dry, dull skin. One Skin has the must-have skincare that'll make you say goodbye to those cold weather blues and hello to skin that's hydrated, healthy, and glowing all year round thanks to their revolutionary OS01 peptide. This proprietary peptide is scientifically proven to reduce aged, also sensent cells, a central source of skin aging. Their scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin in their groundbreaking lab research. Healthier, more youthful looking skin doesn't just look great, which we all want, obviously, but it's good for your overall wellness as well. Make OS01 your secret weapon to combat cold weather skin dryness and bring back the healthy hydrated glow you thought was only reserved for summer days. Head over to oneskin.co and explore how their products can become your skin's new cold weather savior. I know that for myself, 
I grew up in a skincare family. I was, it's been pretty much beaten to me since I was a kid that I have to take care of my skin. I have to take care of my face, especially during the winter. And for some reason, moving to New York, it feels like the weather is so much more intense. My skin feels so much more dry and dirty and just like, you know, you're outside all day in New York. Like the first thing you want to do when you come home or the first thing I want to do is clean my face, to be honest with you. One Skin has been absolutely incredible for me in reference to it being freezing, the cold winter months. Like I said, my skin kind of turns gray and dull and gross during the winter. And One Skin has been very helpful with that. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off One Skin with our code BLINDS at oneskin.co. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code BLINDS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with with code BLINDS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. This episode is also sponsored by Quince. I love high-end luxury goods as much as the next person, but my wallet isn't on the same page. That was until I found Quince. Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at price within reach. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince's capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, and flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. So my girlfriend actually has a leather jacket from Quince that she loves so much. I think it looks so great on her. For me, I actually love their home goods. I have a blanket from there that I love to swaddle myself in. But the price tag, you don't need to be rich to buy it. You just feel rich when it's wrapped around you. And I love that so, so much. Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash blinds for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That is Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash blinds to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash blinds. We're back with the blinds in 2017. The party in the honor of the B-plus list, mostly movie actress, was a very big deal to her. She doesn't get the publicity of her co-stars in whatever movie project she's doing. She was really disappointed her A-list director husband told her he was too busy to make the event. She would have been there for him. And that is when Judd Apatow didn't show up for Leslie Mann when she was on the cover of the Los Angeles Confidential. And this is a SAG Awards blind. At an after party last night, this currently skinny A-list mostly movie actor grabbed some woman and pulled her down on his lap. He then did some grinding motions before slapping her ass and telling her to go away. That is Jonah Hill. The way that I would have broke a glass on his face. The thought of Jonah Hill groping, I can't even, I actually can't even think about it. I would attack Jonah Hill. <laughs> like fully in front of everybody. I wouldn't even care. Because everybody would be like, yeah, get him. <laughs> Go for it. 
This A-plus list mostly movie actor is a loyal guy. He takes care of his friends. In the last couple of years, a longtime friend who happens to be an actor got into some trouble financially. He waited until the last minute to tell the A-plus lister. He needed $500,000 within 24 hours. Our actor makes tens of millions for each of his movies, but he didn't have that much cash he could lay his hands on that quickly. Another actor friend who's also friends with the actor in trouble always had cash, but that day only had about $150,000 sitting around. That's when they were $350,000 short. Our A-plus lister scrounged up $75,000 from his accounts, but they needed more immediately. Our actor called a friend who agreed to wire some cash to the A-plus lister. It just so happens the federal government was watching that friend at the time, which ultimately dragged in the A-plus lister to the investigator. So the A-plus lister being Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor in trouble being Tobey Maguire, he was sued for his winnings in a series of high-stakes poker games, the actor friend who gave $150,000 was Jonah Hill, and the friend who wired mo- money, Riza Aziz. Love that they were like, um, he was like, yeah, hold on. Let me scrounge up $80,000 real quick. Scrounge up. Like, what was it in your couch? I want to be friends with Leo. I'll be like, I- Leo, you have no idea what kind of trouble I'm in. <laughs> Could you scrounge up $100,000 for me? Thank you. <laughs> this is a Teen Choice Awards blind. <clears throat> oh, Lord. At an after party, our favorite foreign-born B-plus list singer wannabe actress put the whole boyfriend thing out of her mind when she left the party with a married A-list director. She was sucking face with the director for 30 minutes. Apparently, the director was at a friend's birthday party, and now he will probably end up getting divorced. So that is none other than Rita Ora and Judd Apatow. Rita Ora, you stay away from him. (laughs) We're now in 2018, and this blind is from The Gossip Life. This actor-director duo are one of the greatest in history of modern film, but the working relationship is officially no more, one source informs me. It's broken down, he says with sadness. They have made the decision to take some time apart from each other and work on separate projects for their foreseeable future, and that is Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow breaking up. Listen, all boys' clubs must eventually come to an end. And was that during, like, the James Franco downfall? Was 2018 or was that a little later? I don't really remember. It feels like it was around this time, but it's like I almost can't keep track of how many times we've tried to cancel James. That's so true. Because, like, remember that one time he sent that girl, that young girl, a new photo on Instagram, and then everybody forgot about that. Well, remember the next morning he went on, I don't know if it was, like, Michael and Kelly, but it was Kelly Ripa, and he was like, you know, I don't know what I was up to. I was just trying to be friendly. And, like, he got a pass from Kelly Ripa. I'm like, Kelly, no. Of course. (laughs) This A-list dual threat comedic actor who did hit movies and a hit television show at the same time Broke up with his girlfriend slash sober coach. Last time that happened, he went on a huge bender. I always wonder, like, when I see people, like, celebrities with, like, an unknown partner. I always wonder if it's a sober coach now. And I've always wondered with Jason Segel, because he was in so many movies. Mm -hmm. I always wondered, like, what happened? I know, and he was the lead of the movies. It's not like he was, like, you know, the funny little sidekick. Like, he was, like, the lead of so many great movies. 
I felt like they were trying to set him up almost to be like Adam Sandler, like the goofy rom-com lead. Mm-hmm. I could see that. This is an Oscars Mr. X blind. This A minus list, mostly movie actress, who is a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee, talks a good game about Time's Up, but she partied last night with one of the biggest enablers on the planet. She knows, but she doesn't care. So that's either Emma Stone or Jennifer Lawrence partying with Judd Apatow, who was enabling James Franco to be a pe- predator. So yeah, 2018 is is around that time for sure. And we're now in 2019, and this is another Mr. X blind. Which comedic director is being called a hypocrite for saying that the pop music icon is guilty of his alleged crimes, yet he continues to support his actor friend and frequent collaborator who has had similar allegations surrounding him? So that's Judd Apatow talking shit about Michael Jackson while being friends with James Franco. And I, I will say, like, the James Franco of it all does put a dark cloud over this group for me. For sure. And even allegedly he was horrible in Freaks and Geeks, like to Busy Phillips, he was terrible to her. Yeah, I mean, it makes you realize, especially because Freaks and Geeks was like so long ago. It's like, he's been doing this pretty much since he arrived in Hollywood. And everyone was like, but look how cute he is. I know. Again, sinister good looks. This married A-list, mostly comic movie actor, is hooking up with a worker from a pot dispensary. And that's Seth Rogen. <laughs> Who better? Honestly, he deserves that. Trigger warning. Kelly has put before here so beautifully that this blind uh, has the R word in it. Okay. This A-list comic movie actor is making amends for his past actions, but still refuses to admit he was wrong for a movie filled with rape jokes, which he thinks are still funny and people took the wrong way. So that's Seth Rogen and the movie being Observe and Report. I don't remember that movie. Oh, neither do I. Is that when he was doing like those weird, like mall, remember he did Mall Cop and everyone's like, you're not Paul Blart. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> it must have been. This next blind, it's really long, but it's a kindness blind. It started out at a ski resort at least a decade ago, if not longer. Our actor, who's a comedic actor and hovers between A and A minus, depending on how often he's working, was at a party at a resort. He was doing what he did then, which is party a lot, a whole lot, as in passed out, as in woke up the next morning on the floor of the party. On the couch above him was a woman who was wide awake and doing lines of coke. He said something about it being a little early, and she said it was better than a cup of coffee. They both hung out and talked and exchanged numbers. After they left, they didn't talk again. It was probably six weeks or so before our actor got a phone call. A hospital was going through the woman's phone looking for people who knew her because she'd overdosed and someone had dropped her off at the emergency entrance. Our actor was the first person who answered the phone. He barely remembered who she was, but said he would go to the hospital and help them find someone who knew her better or a family member. Our actor went to the emergency room and went through her phone until he found a cousin who knew someone who could come stay with the woman. The person arrived and our actor went back home. A few days later, the woman called our actor and thanked him for what he had done and invited him to lunch to thank him. Our actor met up with the woman and over the course of the afternoon got absolutely blitzed to the point of incapacitated. The woman led our actor to her car and managed to get him inside. She didn't know where he lived, so took him to her place and let him sleep it off. The next day, they both decided to go to a meeting. 
They did this every week for years and years. Even when they slipped, they still went. They were the first call each other made when each had slipped or were in a bad spot. It was probably five or six years before the woman even knew our actor was a big star. She didn't have a television and rarely went to the movies. It was when she was laid up in a hospital and saw a marathon of a show he was in that she finally saw how famous he was. Our actor has had some really big missteps, but the woman was there for him. She nearly died multiple times and he was there for her, always pushing each other to be sober, but never judging. Apparently earlier this year, the woman unfortunately died of an overdose. Our actor always, the supporter, paid for the funeral and started a scholarship in her name and also created a foundation to help people pay for rehab who couldn't otherwise afford to. And that's Jason Siegel. And I want to cry. I'm like choking up for real. That was really a kindness blind. Wow. I have tears in my eyes. That was beautiful. Sometimes the kindness blinds are like, this person put a cart away that wasn't theirs at Target or something. That was really, 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 like, sweet. Oh, my God. This radio host and A-list comic movie director agreed to not give this longtime comic-slash-addict any more money so the comic-slash-addict would not be able to purchase drugs. The radio host did his part, but the comedic director decided against it and advanced the the comic addict 15K, which he used on drugs and almost died again. So that's Anthony Kumia, Judd Apatow, and I guess Artie Lang is who they weren't giving the money to. Sounds bad all around. This A-list director has had a hard media week with his own words coming back to haunt him. He's he's been super quiet about his best friend and former co-headliner who was an A-list singer, accused of sexually assaulting underage females and abusing women too. That's Judd Apatow and Ryan Adams. Ooh, damn, he's like surrounded. So he must be. Yeah. Oof. Oh, God. Oh, God damn it. We can't have anything. <laughs> Good for this former A-list tweener turned A-list adult who started asking questions to this A-plus list director about some hypocritical statements he made while they were at a party together last night. He just walked away and said she was wrong without adding anything else. He also didn't appreciate being confronted in public. And apparently Miley Cyrus confronted Judd Apatow about James Franco. Wow, that's wild. I would love to hear Miley read James Franco down. She would fucking, I could just hear it. Read anyone down, really. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, Miley would let you fucking have it. I know it. (laughs) This A-list director of comedies refuses to call out his friend, A-list mostly movie actor and an acting family, A-list director of superhero movies, for their awful behavior and has an obsession with the permanent A-plus list celebrity. So that is Judd Apatow refusing to call out James Franco or James Gunn. And he allegedly has an obsession with Donald Trump. (laughs) Okay. This A-list director is cheating on his former employee turned wife who has caught wind of his illicit affairs. Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann. And apparently they were seen in a screaming fight in L.A. Oh, God. Why don't I ever get to see screaming fights from celebrities when I'm in L.A.? Now you just have to wait for Bradley Cooper to scream at like Gigi Hadid. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We're now in 2020. This A-list mostly movie actor is allowing this disgraced A-list mostly movie actor to have a say in the casting of actresses for a role where there will be sex scenes. Isn't that how we got here in the first place? So that's Seth Rogen letting James Franco do casting couch shit, I'm sure. I know Seth said like he'll never work with James again, but I still think they're super close. I do too. And they're just kind of waiting for it to quiet down. I Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And I feel like they must have had to have some sort of like conversation. Like, look, man, I gotta say something. I'm not willing to let my career like, you know, like I'm, I bet James Gate like gave him the okay to like separate himself. I love you so much. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth, but I need to say this statement. <laughs> yeah. And let's get some hand jobs together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long, but it sounds like a great idea. This foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, is designing craft-slash-artisan bongs, which will be sold at very high-end market, which ended up becoming true. And that is Seth Rogen selling gravity bongs. They are stunning. They just look like art. Like, you would, some of them you would never even know that they were for smoking. We're now in 2021. Trigger warning. This is going to be a dark one. By the end of this year, we will hear more about the beginning of the end as it pertains to this foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actress, Emma Watson. She was never the greatest actress and was more of a name, but she realized early on that she had enough in the bank to not have to play the Hollywood game. She got lucky as a teen because of the project Harry Potter she was working on. The higher-ups were more interested in molesting the boys than the girls. That one project, This Is The End, which nearly broke her, was with the disgraced actor James Franco from an acting family and his frequent partner in crime, Seth Rogen. Along with the actress slash serial rapist enabler, they made one foreign-born actress miserable and did everything they could to break her and get something on her. They tried drugs, they tried sexual harassment, and when she didn't break, she knew her days were numbered in acting. She got very few roles after that, and was so scared of another experience like she endured that she welcomed not getting as many offers. We've read that blind before. I think we read it in the James Franco episode. Mm-hmm. And I remember mentioning, I wanted to do a Harry Potter episode, but a lot of those blinds have seemed to like disappear. Yeah, last night at the Boston show, we actually got asked like who has the most scrubbed blinds and it might be the Harry Potter cast. Yeah, because I know you and I both, I remember I was talking at the very beginning about how we had read like some really horrific shit in line with what I just read about the Harry Potter set and just like what all those kids endured. And then it just kind of went away. But I hate that if that's true. I hate that for Emma Watson. And she's not a bad actress. No, she's not at all. And I, I agree with them saying like that she never really played the game. Like she never seemed to like, I don't know. She kind of always seemed like above doing like the Hollywood thing. I loved her in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, me too. I love that movie. (laughs) So far, this foreign-born A-list comedic actor has been way off on the side as his frequent co-star slash best friend slash A-list disgraced actor from an acting family has been slammed in the media and by actresses for the past few years. That is about to change. The foreign-born comic actor is complicit and enabled a lot of the behavior of the disgraced actor. He thought a lot of the actions were funny. Don't forget, this is the actor who got a pass after saying 
rape could be funny. I don't remember Seth Rogen saying that, but honestly, I'm sure he did. So fuck you, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I kind of remember hearing, like, reading about that and saying that. Oh, God. This A-list stoner comic actor is straight up lying to interviewers at this point about his relationship with the disgraced A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family. The stoner says that he doesn't know if he will work with the actor again. They are literally working together right now. If you are a reporter, you can't let these statements go unchallenged. And as we just talked about, so that's Seth Rogen and James Franco and him saying that he has no plans to work with him ever again. This next blind is from the Emmy Awards. This foreign-born A-list comic actor was given a really hard time about his comments by the producers. They told him that he ruined the show. He was telling the truth. He really didn't care what they said to him. And that Seth Rogen, he called out how unsafe it seemed. What? Because it was, what, 2021? So were they all wearing masks and, like, spread apart? Is that what That's it is? Thinking. That's what I immediately thought. But <laughs> what we- a silly blind. <laughs> An accused sexual assaulter, Aziz Ansari, an enabler, Seth Rogen, of sexual assault, and just an all-around awful guy, Bill Murray, walk on to a movie set, being mortal. What could possibly go wrong? And it says in parentheses, being mortal production suspended due to complaint against Bill Murray for inappropriate behavior. The Bill Murray of it all is like very sad. Bill Murray's a piece of shit, everyone. I'm so sorry to tell you. (laughs) He really is just a monster. It sucks. I'm going to use a a term you always say, but I feel like he's a sneeze away of everyone knowing this. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. He's one of those ones, you know, I always say that there are some people it's kind of inconvenient to cancel. Mm -hmm. He's like an inconvenient cancel. It's like, I think most people would just ignore it because they're like, nah, really don't old. He's old. Yeah. We have another kindness blind. There has actually been a big kindness blind in the past about this A-list comic actor. He's back again. This time, it's even bigger and more kind. It relates back to the events of the previous kindness and how much our actor has struggled with drugs and alcohol while not being as thirsty about it as the actor from the iconic role and not dragging everyone into his own personal toxicity. Our A-list comic actor thought about establishing a foundation to pay for people to go to rehab who couldn't afford it. Instead, what he decided to do was partner with several rehabs across the country and buy a majority stake in them and convert them to low or no cost rehabs, but with the same level of attention and service. He has quietly received tens of millions in donations from celebrities, producers, moguls he attends AA meetings with, and their plan is to treat 10,000 people a year for free and hopes to eventually increase that number to 25,000 people. Jason Siegel, am I in love with you? (laughs) See, Bethany Frankel, that's what it looks like to help people but not have to make it all about you. This is exactly what it looks like. Bethany Frankel will never receive a quiet donation, even if they want it to be quiet. Hell to the no. We've all these envelopes are all full of money. They're all money, it's money. It's it's actual money, we're handing people money. (laughs) This A-list comic actor was laughing over the weekend how he gains the system. He gets the easy money and the kissing butt on set he loves, but then doesn't have to do anything after he leaves the set and the things he hates doing because of his, quote, illness. And that's... 
so funny. But that's Jonah Hill using anxiety as a reason to not have to do work. That's very Kindle of him. <laughs> We're now in 2023. There was no saving the stoner comic from his fate. This A-list actor with the goody-goody image, though, should put out some kind of statement in a hurry about whether he knew a bunch of underage kids were being plied with booze and sexually assaulted at his friend's place. And that's Jonah Hill and Justin Long game nights. Oh, God. Justin Long, another nice guy of Hollywood that might be in the Paul Rudd episode. Seriously, he's a sneeze away. I bet he got really freaked out when those texts or in those DMs like came out because he it didn't really amount to anything. Or like the picture of Dane Cook the night that he met his now wife. Oh, God. I mean, Justin Long wasn't in it, but like Seth Green was. Right. Totally. This A-list voice actor slash writer slash creator slash showrunner now has even more allegations from women about improper behavior. I think this is the first time I have heard anything about underage girls, though. And this is Jonah Hill. And then it says in parentheses, former child star Alexa Nicholas says Jonah Hill shoved his tongue down her throat against her will when she was 16. And she said that happened at Justin Long's game night. And also, if you guys don't know, she was the one that exposed. She got sent DMs by some girl that was like, Justin Long hit on me on Instagram and I'm underage and she sent her all the dms and they were like really it was weird and she was calling him by like one of his character names and he was like answering to it i've always side-eyed jonah hill just because i've always heard he's like a diva honestly i've heard he's a diva on set but i also thought it was interesting he wasn't at his sister's wedding he wasn't at beanie's wedding and everyone was like oh it's because he just had a kid i'm like no there's something else yeah for sure for sure he was like i'm gonna skip this one he's like lesbians gross <laughs> I, don't know if Jonah Hill's, I can't confirm if jonah hill's homophobic i need to just throw that out there right now <laughs> <laughs> this b plus list actress slash offspring was the only cast in a project after a celebrity parental unit coughed up some money to keep the project alive for the run so the offspring could be in it so that's saying Judd Apatow paid for Maude to be in Little Shop of Horrors. I love Maude Apatow. I want nothing but good things for her. I his thought she was funny since Knocked Up. No, like seriously, they were, like his kids were insanely funny as children. <laughs> like ridiculously funny. This is a Golden Globes blind. Speaking of stoned and blunts. This foreign-born A-list actor slash stoner made a promise to not come to the ceremony stoned, but munched down two edible cookies the second it ended. I thought he didn't do edibles. That's Seth Rogen being a liar. He had, he munched down two edible cookies. I'd be more shocked if he showed up anywhere not stoned. (laughs) 1,000%. And also, by the way, the idea, like the thought of going to an award show high- is like a, a nightmare I'm sure I've had. <laughs> like walking a red carpet stoned. <laughs> and being asked like kind of an inappropriate questions and stuff by people like, my, like uh, why would you ever do that? This former A-list comedic actor is one of the biggest investors in a company trying to legalize psychedelic mushrooms, Seth Rogen. This A-list comedic actor is not only using bots to help him in his war against his ex, but he is also using them to trash her too. 
So that's Jonah Hill using bots against Sarah Brady. That's the girl, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's the one who he's like, you can't be hang out with other men. You can't post pictures in a bikini. She's like, I'm a pro surfer. I don't. He's like, you can wear bathing suits, but they can't be two pieces. Only one. It's like, um, are you fucking joking, sir? There's been no word from this illiterate actress or the A-list comic actor about whether their recent on-screen kiss was fake or was real. And that's Lauren London and Jonah Hill in that movie, You People. I don't, I don't know. I never watched it. I can't, I don't know what it looked like. If anybody has any insight on if it was a real kiss, please let us know. <laughs> Silly blood. Oh. Despite what you might think about this permanent A-list mostly movie actor who was an Oscar winner, he told everyone a decade ago that the comedic actor slash former co-star is an awful human being and nothing has changed since then. So that's Brad Pitt saying that Jonah Hill is a piece of shit. So, huh? <sighs> Moneyball must have been a tough movie for Brad to get through. Apparently, and his house got destroyed on top of it. <laughs> God. This A-list, mostly comic actor, is not just doing the weight loss shot. He's also doing coke again. Okay, Jonah Hill. This A-list comedy director hosted an event and joked about the permanent A-listers' stunts like ads for the controversial organization. He's right. The permanent A-lister thinks he has immortality and can avoid injury in death because of his level <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is true one day though things can go horribly wrong and painkillers are not an option for this actor that's judd apatow and um tom cruise thinking that he is immortal because he's reached the highest ot level terrifying and he, I mean, you can't say that Tom doesn't think he's immortal with the way that he does his stunts for Mission Impossible. Like, he hung off of a plane. <laughs> like, he does think he's immortal. It's crazy. This A-list director who has many family members in the business knows firsthand that this actress slash writer slash producer often used the N-word on set and tried to hide a bunch of videos of her saying it during the filming of a documentary about the pay cable show. And that is Judd Apatow covering for good old Lena Dunham for the set of girls. I mean, what a way to end the episode. A nice Lena Dunham. <laughs> this was spooky. I love Jason Siegel now. Me too. I think I'm in love. All the rest can rot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always kind of had a thing for him. I remember being like really attracted to him on Freaks and Geeks. I was like, wow, that's a really hot 30-something-year-old man playing a teenager. <laughs> but now I really love him. I'm, I am a little bummed about Seth. But obviously, if you're best friends with James Franco, you're not going to be like a great guy. For sure. And I, I do think that it's like, I obviously don't know him personally, but I would imagine it's like, it's tough to know what to do when you have a friend like that, who's just so self-sabotaging. And like, I don't know, I think it, I don't know how to say this without it sounding ridiculous, but it's like, at least he did publicly say like, he's an asshole. Like the others really haven't. That's true. No, you're right with that. You know, and like, it is shitty that he's secretly hanging out with him, but it's like kind of what like a normal person would do and be like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I have to publicly say that I don't fuck with you because you're like, you're a piece of shit. 
And I actually do think that eventually, obviously, (laughs) how many more words can I throw there before I get to my point? (laughs) James Franco will make a comeback eventually. There's no doubt. And I don't think Seth will publicly support him. I 100% agree. I really do. I think he seems like out of all of them, the smartest businessman to me. Yeah. He's really just like tapped into like, like he's leveled up. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think he would be willing to risk all he has going on for, excuse me, for James. For James fucking Franco. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That was like much more wild. I don't know why I thought that that would be like more silly. But then I'm like, oh yeah, they're all like rotted psychopaths. Like Jonah Hill is like a psycho. So I guess instead of doing rotted, because we know that they're other than Jason, they're all pretty rotted. Who would you want in your dream blunt rotation out of, you have to pick two though. You got to pick two. Oh, I would absolutely pick Jason and Seth. And I would tell Seth to bring all his little trinkets and accoutrement. I'd be like, bring all your bowls and bongs and vaporizers and, and dec- art deco ashtrays and get me higher than I've ever been. Thank you. What about you? I would go Jason and Judd. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Because getting Judd high, I'd be like, tell me every single thing about the girl set. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh my God. He has all the tea. He has all the tea. He knows. Body's buried. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I think this is actually kind of, I mean, it was fucking crazy, but it was kind of fun. (laughs) This was a, this was a a, a fun one for us. Fun for this show. (laughs) But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to rate, subscribe, tell people about the podcast, all that fun stuff that we always ask you to do. And if you were at our Boston show, thank you for coming. We love you. We had a great time. It was amazing. And we love you very much. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.